This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Dave and I are getting ready for a fall fly fishing trip to Montana. At least I am. You see, I'm an oldest child, chronic list maker, over-preparer. Dave, do you even have your plane tickets yet? <laughs> it's funny that you asked because I just picked them up yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm so relieved. <laughs> I've been watching prices and Oh yeah, right. I have yeah. actually. I'm actually on, you know, yeah, tracking them go up because you're waiting too long. <laughs> In fact, I, that is so true. I, I just realized last week that we're having friends come from Kansas City the weekend before. And so I was going to leave oh, really wow. early Sunday morning yeah, to head out to Montana uh-huh. and realize now mm, we'll be in Peoria Sunday morning. So how am I going to oh, do this? Oh, so um, so I did get tickets for later in the afternoon on Sunday. So oh, I will good. be out there by but, but about 9 p.m. So well, you're right, good. Steve. I'm a little bit uh, – I'm not quite as uh, – mothering and uh, (laughs) over-prepared as you are. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have a little different approach. But what we've both discovered is that preparing for a fly fishing trip can sometimes be fun, and it's always essential. So here are a few things that we do to get ready. That's what we're going to talk about in our podcast today. Uh, Getting ready for a fly fishing trip. Dave, what's the first thing that we do? Well, the first thing is to inspect clean and inventory your gear. In fact, I was doing this, so I'm not completely uh, ill-prepared. But looking at my boots, I just thought, you know, I'm going to be fishing the Yellowstone, and I have not picked up a new pair of felt-soled boots. Mm -hmm. And my boots are rubber-soled. I have some Sims boots. And I just thought, you know, I'm wondering if I should just pick up a new pair of boots before I go. Now, it is so hard to do that because you're trying to budget for the trip Mm -hmm. and then also buy gear. So it doesn't (laughs) – sometimes it doesn't work. But as I was looking through my gear, I realized I'm short on on streamers. And uh, I need to pick up some more black woolly buggers. And um, there's some San Juan worms, which are kind of my go-to, as I've said so many times. Um, I realize we'll be fishing different streamers and different flies out there, but right. I, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm short on this stuff. So I've ordered also uh, furled leaders. I've uh, have gone to some furled leaders, especially for nymph fishing, and I just recently ordered some of those. So um, man, I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. When you inventory your gear, the last thing you want to do is be at the fly shop and go, I need one of those. I need one of those. Oh, I need five of those. Yeah. You realize. I already had five of those. That's really true. It's so important to go through and make sure that you're not missing things. And and it's important to go through your gear and make sure that you get rid of some things like the uh, the moldy piece of string cheese <laughs> that, that I found in my vest pocket when I was going through things. But, you know, stuff like that does uh, add up. I mean, we've tried to be really diligent about packing out garbage. And sometimes I'll, I'll go through my fly vest and there's old leaders and there's candy. There, there's candy wrappers or well I know because I really don't need that much candy but yeah they're wrappers from whatever stuff we buy to snacks to, to take in you know protein bars and things so yeah it, it's just good to clean that out and sometimes I'll, I'll find too hey I, I don't need a uh, I don't need a box of uh, you know of tiny um, 
you know, betas flies and PMDs if we're not going to be fishing uh, Spring Creek. I need to make sure that I've got the streamers in. So, Well, actually, that is that is a good point. Um, going, you know, where are you going on this yeah. trip? This mm-hmm. summer, I was, you know, preparing to go to Colorado mm-hmm. for a big trip. You and I go to the Driftless a lot. But this summer, you know, preparing for, you know, fishing that high mountain lake, I was looking at, you know, more attractor patterns. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. really finer tackle. Right. And mm-hmm. now going out to Montana, we're going to be fishing mm-hmm. primarily streamers, I yep. would imagine, mm-hmm. uh, or nymph fishing. And, yeah. and, uh, and so, yeah, so your tackle is really big. And so what I find, uh, now I am moving two furled leaders for nymph fishing, but, you know, still I have monofilament leaders and you need to make sure you have 3X and 4X leaders for streamer right. fishing. That's really true. And I find too that um, I try to clean my gear, my well, my line. I you know, get my line cleaner out, and you know, invariably I'll I'll get to uh, you know a place where I'm going to fish and think, oh man, I should have cleaned my line. Well, I'm not going to do it then. I, yeah, I fish. absolutely. So that's something that I try to do. Um, Dave, anything else you think of that you do to inspect, clean, and inventory your gear? Thinking about Montana this year, we're going um, really that second between that second and third week uh, of October. So I realize I don't have enough uh, warm clothes, yeah. so layered mm-hmm. clothes. So making sure yeah. I have you know layered clothes to put underneath my waders, and uh, right. it's just a different different time of year and all you know you wake up and it's snow's coming down it's 30 degrees and there's a six inches of snow on the ground that's for sure and i find if i don't do it ahead of time boy that 48 hours or 24 hours before i go i mean i'm just in in kind of crazy mode trying to get everything else done so i can get out the door well i end up missing things and so you end up out there and you go man i had this at home Mm -hmm. do i need to purchase this yeah i'm thinking no i really don't but yes i do i mean it's just frustrating yeah so it really is fun too to to start thinking about what you need and getting things together it it kind of gets your appetite uh yeah. you know going absolutely uh, kind of gets the juices going yeah absolutely well something else that uh, you reminded me of you just mentioned a moment ago but something else we do when we prepare for a trip is to study the long-range weather forecast for your destination and i uh, we're still about uh, well we're about three weeks out so i'll probably start looking at the weather forecast next week when we're closer to two weeks out and i just want to see i mean we have to prepare for any kind of weather because it can change. And in the fall, you know, we can we can have some 60-degree days. We can have, you know, a foot of snow. So we have to be prepared. But still, if you look at a forecast, you do get a sense as to what you might be running into. And that not only affects your clothes, but that affects... Uh, uh, that'll affect what days we, we... Well, where we fish on what days and... and uh, yeah, what kind of fishing we're going to get into. Tell me why that is important. Well, know, I th- give an example. Yeah, I think that's important because so where we tend to go back into uh, uh, fish the, the Yellowstone River in Yellowstone National Park up above Tower Fall, we kind of have that blocked out for one day. But if we look at, at a you know weather forecast and we're thinking, well, let's do that on Wednesday, and we find out Wednesday is going to be kind of snowy and and uh, we're not so sure it could be rainy. Well, I'm going to tend to stay away from that. I don't really want to hike, you know, four miles or so in, in the rain. But that rain can make the fishing great. Then that might be a day where we say, hey, let's let's stay and fish one of those uh, uh, 
smaller creeks in the Gallatin Valley that we know have some... Or maybe even the Gardner. Yeah, yeah exactly. The Gardner, you know, something like that, where we don't have to go back in quite as far. And and we, we don't mind snow, but I, I would rather walk uh, half a mile you know, than four miles yeah, exactly. in snow. So I also think, I remember a couple years ago when we, I think it was in the spring... And in the spring, it's as volatile in terms of weather oh, as it is, is in the yeah. fall, maybe mm-hmm. even more so, because it's still cold. In the fall, at least you have mm-hmm. you're kind of you come from a warm season going into the colder season. In the spring, you come right. from a cold season going into the warmer season. Mm-hmm. But I remember that day where we we did get a foot of snow, yeah, and we were kind of stuck in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I had wished that we had maybe a couple options. So as we think about planning, right. the thing mm-hmm. that I think really helps with the planning is thinking about, okay, we're going to do this this day, but if it, that happens, we'll also do this. So it's it's having mm-hmm. some contingency plans. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I, let me just interrupt. I do think that when we're talking about a fly fishing trip, we're not just talking about going to a place like Montana and hiring a guide every day that we're out there. Right. We don't do that. In fact, we're not at all Yeah, we're, I don't time. think we're going to hire a guide often, at all. Yeah, often we will um, you know, hire a guide one day, but this time we're not. Some of it is just the, the plane tickets were a little bit more than usual. Some of it, too, is we, we actually have a couple friends who, uh, well, one has been a, a guide. He is a guide, and, and, and there's another who, who could be, and so uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of nice. But, yeah, it, it's just not in our budget this year. So. No, and um, and we have a bunch of options. We can fish, you know, we fish that area many times, mm-hmm. so we, you know. Yeah. There's, especially the garden. Yeah. I definitely want to try the garden yeah, River too. this year. So going to do it. Even if, even if we... Mm-hmm. Even if it's a risk, right? We're taking an right. afternoon yeah. or a day off. So, But again, studying the long-range weather forecast just gives you uh, more information ahead of time that will, will hopefully make decisions uh, come a little bit more quickly, if not more easily. Okay, the next thing that we do in our planning is we visit the Area Fly Shop website. So the websites to read and research the different hatches and suggested patterns. I did this this summer uh, when I went to Colorado. There's a okay. great, um, the Arc Angler uh, website in Buena Vista, mm-hmm. Colorado. And so I actually called them and talked yeah. about, okay, what kind of patterns should I be looking? Because one of the things I was concerned about back then was, okay, what should I be casting on this lake? And I'd fished this like many, many times, but it had been a few years. Yeah. And I don't think it was exactly this time of year. And they said, no, here, these are tractor patterns, you know, hopper tractor patterns, you know, and some stonefly tractor patterns. They, they should work up there. And I went, really? And so I got to hear about how the winds yeah. will, you know, mm-hmm. um, carry these insects oh, up to yeah. these high mountain lakes yeah. when i got there i started fishing something really small and tiny didn't get a bite went to the attractor patterns which is the one they recommended and for the next two to three hours just caught a just a lot of fish wow uh these cutthroats so it does yeah. pay to slow down look at mm-hmm. the website maybe even call yeah. them oh yeah and uh talk to the shop monkey and find out you know what's what's working and what's not working sure dave let me ask you this because you're you're really an expert on uh, web uh not web design i mean you are but you have a strategic marketing firm and you you consult with uh corporations and universities on their uh websites i mean you, you think about this all the time so what what kind of things, uh, you know, our, our listeners, as they are thinking about, uh, hey, I'm going on a trip to a certain location, and I'm, I'm just going to, you know, 
cruise the the web and find some fly fishing websites for that area some of the shops i mean what what are you looking for what what kind of things will will tip off uh, our listeners that hey this is going to be a good website or, or i shouldn't waste my time and i i need to find another one well the first thing is great content so um, I know the sites we visit out in Colorado and also in Montana, especially in Montana, they have great content. So they're posting content every day. And that's what you mean by great content, right? Exactly. It's, it's the flows a, of the yeah. river, like they'll, mm-hmm. they'll post, yeah. you know, you know, the, yep. you know, the flows of the river, right. the conditions of the river. Um, right. And what they were hitting on yesterday. Exactly. Not, not four days ago. That's exactly. One of, that's one of my pet peeves, I think, because of the ability now to to do daily updates if, if i don't see a daily update i'm gonna go look for another site you know i don't don't tell me what happened five days ago i, I can find that out by reading a, a fly fishing book and, and i do yeah it's but timely information book, yeah fly fishing book will say well in the fall you know or the first two weeks of september this is what to expect and I, I can get that, but what I'm looking for, I, I want to know what, what they were hitting on yesterday. Uh, to me, it's a, a sign of whether the owner of the fly shop is paying attention. Yeah. And yeah. and the thing is, the web is huge. So uh, recently, you and I were, I won't even tell the location, <laughs> but we were we were fly fishing this area, and we went to the web, to the shop, and on the website, That's it right. said it was open from yeah. like 7 to like 5. Mm-hmm. And we, we got there at 7. It wasn't open. We thought, well, hey, let's get some breakfast and then see if it's maybe he's just running late this morning or she's yeah. running late. So we had breakfast, came back at 8. No. And it was a, a slow day. We waited. So I think right. we went back at— We came back later. Like 4 o'clock after yeah. we'd been out. Yeah. Still not mm-hmm. open. So yeah. there was no note on the door. And now I realize that is an anomaly. But um, it's, it's a good example of— you know, the best fly shops mm-hmm. are paying attention and they've got yeah. owners and people in the store who are posting fresh content and there should be no guessing about yeah. what's hitting. They're, they're right. telling you what's on the river, mm-hmm. what rivers are, 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 are working right now. It's just, yeah. it's, so it's fresh content. It is. And looking at two or three websites for the same area, uh, then you start to see uh, patterns. Yeah, uh, exactly. I don't mean fly patterns. I mean... Yeah, you start to to see. Oh, they're they're all saying fish this time of day, or they're they're saying use streamers or whatever exactly. it happens to be. Exactly, it's fresh, always fresh content. Yeah, that's important. All right, so we're inspecting, cleaning, and inventorying our gear. We're studying the long range weather forecast. We're going to fly shop websites to read and research. Something else that we do is to decide what you want to buy on this particular trip. And you already alluded to that. You are probably going to get a, a pair of waders. Dave, you, you, or a, no, wading boots. Right? Wading boots, wading but boots. I'm still laughing because uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh, i got to somehow j- cost justify no, this. Dave, I am so proud of this. I'm so proud of this. I actually have nothing that I'm planning to buy Seriously? this Seriously? Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that between now and then. <laughs> see, that's a problem, too, by going to area fly shop websites. I'm going to start seeing some stuff <laughs> I've got to have. But no, not this time. But, you know, last summer I, I planned to buy a reel, and a couple years ago it was uh, it was a rod. I mean, it, there's often something, and... It's helpful, isn't it? If I mean, for you, do you find that it's more helpful to identify what you want to buy ahead of time? Well, I think that's back to our first point, which is once you inventory your gear and you go, okay, this is an expensive trip. Yeah. And we're talking, at least the people who 
download our podcast, most of you are on budgets, right? And we yeah. are on a budget. So when we go on a trip like this and we look at the total cost of the trip, adding in, you know, another, you know, hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. probably two hundred dollars for boots or whatever the piece of gear mm-hmm. is a big thing. Yeah. So I find it really helpful that as part of the inventory of the gear, then now what you're talking about, which is deciding what to purchase this time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, like in Colorado, I purchased a new reel for this new sage rod that yeah. I purchased mm-hmm. um, the summer, in the summer as well. So that was one of the things I decided to purchase. I, I do need a new pair of boots or an additional mm-hmm. pair of boots. And um, and I may, I may just purchase them on this trip. It's harder when you say I need an additional, just Get rid of the word additional, and, and it'll be a lot easier to justify the exactly. purchase. Exactly. Yeah, I hope my wife is not listening to this I say, especially podcast. when you tell Jana, the word additional may not <laughs> yeah. work very well. She doesn't so. buy it, Yeah, especially when you have oh. two kids in college. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a number of other things that we do, but maybe one more. What else do we do, Dave? I do think you need to have an initial plan. Yeah. The plan is going to change, but without mm-hmm. the plan, you're kind of with you have no rudder, right? You yeah. have no mm-hmm. focus. You have no direction for the trip. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we go on a trip, typically, um, if we're just going to the Driftless, we live in the Chicago area. The Driftless is in uh, southwest Wisconsin and southeast Minnesota, as well as northeast Iowa. But typically, we're either going to southwest Wisconsin or southeast Minnesota. And so when we go there, we're generally going for two days. We'll leave right. on one day, and then we'll either do two and a half days or maybe it's just come go one day come back the next but when we're going on a trip to montana we're taking five days isn't it five yeah so we're, right we're leaving mm-hmm. on a sunday we go sunday yeah. monday to, yeah about five days mm-hmm. so we're actually fishing hard for four days right and so you need kind of a skeletal attack plan about which days you're going to fish where and yeah, it's all do. going to change but you need that you do because you have to know what your priorities are you're going to have to say no to some things but on this particular trip, for for instance, we have uh, penciled in a day on the Missouri. We have a day up in Yellowstone Park, probably both the Yellowstone and maybe the Gardner yeah, River. I'd like to do the Gardner. I, I like would to try too. That, yeah, I would. And and then we have a day uh, penciled in to fish maybe one of the smaller creeks in uh, in Montana's Gallatin Valley, and then then we kind of have a wild card day where we'll, we'll see what's been really good. We might go back to one of those places if they've been really good. Or, or the bear traffic. Uh, yeah, that's it. We'll probably, by the way, I hope you get in, in on time Sunday so we can go down there and fish. Otherwise, or I'll just fish there and I'll pick you up at the airport. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, you're going to have to pick me up yeah. at the airport. I'm not getting in until 8 yeah. or 9. So, yeah, um, no problem. Yeah, I just no, no problem. couldn't I'll, do it that I'll day. I'll just go catch them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm sorry, but that was a hey. bad uh, call in my no, part. So. No, no problem. That's uh, But that's why we do the planning. We'll, we'll get it all figured out. And, and really, um, yeah, we, we do like to f- maybe save that last day and – either do something that's been great or we'll just do something new well it's time now for great stuff from our listeners Uh, jim offered this response to dave's piece about four fly fishing retirement myths he said a good friend of mine once told me that if you wait till you're retired to fly fish you'll never do it my father-in-law worked eight days a week and spoke often of camping and traveling when he retired he never made it so i fish now and and i enjoy it Also, every trip I take to fish is not like a scene from a river runs through it. 
but I still enjoy it. I love that piece. Yeah. I love the way he said it. I mean, he well, gets out. It doesn't yeah. have to be Montana. That's it right. doesn't have to be Colorado. Yeah. It can be, in, you know, 35 yeah. minutes away. I mean, even if oh, it's I know. A, the Des Plaines yeah. River. I mean, it's I true. appreciate that. And quite honestly, we fished some of the very places where they filmed a river runs through it. And it's still not like those scenes. No. You know? it's, uh, it's beautiful, but... Uh, yeah, it's still not like those yeah, scenes. Yeah, that's right. But I, I do think a um, couple things. There was a, another response to that article. It was called Four Retirement Myths mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. Uh, it's posted on the site. And another one had to do with saying that, well, it's not that you'll never do it when you retire. He was a coach, and I really yeah. understand that. Our kids are both... Uh, all of our kids have been in sports, and you know what falls are life. Your kids play football mm-hmm. or they play soccer. Right. And so I, I totally get that. I think my point was if you don't have a pattern of getting out yeah. um, before you retire, mm-hmm. you have to do the work of establishing that pattern after you yeah. retire. and that can be really hard. It can be hard. It's and hard. so um, well, we're going to talk about that in another podcast. Yeah, we should too. do that, that. That's such a critical issue. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for today. What do you do to get ready for your next fly fishing trip? Please share your thoughts with us by going to twoguysonariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. Tell us your thoughts about getting ready for the next fly fishing adventure. You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review. That always helps. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcast. If you want access to every episode we've ever published, just visit our website and click on every episode on the navigation bar. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys on a River. For the love of fly fishing.